to Picks with the Professor College Basketball Edition for 29th. Cousin Jared, we've got six more games to talk at, about here. Three on the normal show, three on the extended cut, which is available for all of our uh, loyal subscribers over on Dub Club. And they're parsed nicely into three games at the top that are a little more intriguing and interesting, and then three yeah, more questionably interesting <laughs> games, but but games we think we have an edge on it. And sometimes the ugly ones make you the most money, right? Yep, that's that's exactly my thought. You know, Jake likes to come on here and talk about the big games because he just absolutely loves college basketball. Yeah. I just love winners. Uh, and so I care a lot less about whether the games are entertaining at all. Uh, in fact, a couple of these games, I would say, uh, do not watch uh, no matter no. what, uh, avert your yeah. eyes. Uh, yeah. But again, I'm, I'm just more about winning. So well, we'll give the interesting games here on, on the free show. And then for the, the sickos with us over on Dub Club, uh, we'll talk about the gross games. The Law Tech New Mexico game might not be bad. The other two, yeah. oof, stankers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking about this, uh, Cousin Jared. We've joked that your cousin totals, you know, and, the, and that you're the totals guru. I'm just curious, like, what's the origin story of this? Like, why is it one of those things where, like, you know, as a kid, <laughs> your favorite subjects in school tend to be the ones you're good at. And mm. like, I remember at one point I ended up being a math major in undergrad just because like I had a bunch of math credits and I went to school to play baseball. And then it was like, they were like, here, you're a math, you've got math credits. You're a math major. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, I guess I like math. Yeah. But like I, you just, it was just like, Oh, I was good at it. So I, I guess I liked it. Is that one of those things like you just found that you were better at total? So you like them or is there something else about them that you really like? Um, I, I felt like, in general, there was just less knowledge about them. And generally, when there's less knowledge about something, I like educating myself. I like learning. Um, I, I'm very much like when it comes to actually applying yourself, like huh, who, who really cares about that? But uh, learning new things, I really enjoy that. And so then I started educating myself about it, learning about key numbers, considering, you know, pace, because a lot of times, especially with totals, you'd be like, oh, well, these are two big name teams. There's going to be a lot of points because they're big names. And, you know, anyway, so it just kind of, to me, it was just something interesting to to learn about and kind of take a different view of, of games and betting that most people don't really consider when, when they're talking about sports betting. I've, I've long said, and it sounds like you're the same way that I would love to just be one of those people who like constantly goes to school and just gets like a ton of degrees. Like that. Yeah. I just love to learn, yeah. but that doesn't pay the bills. Unfortunately, no, um, no. we've got five of the six picks here are totals. So, uh, you know, mm. you're really hitting your stride here. And yeah, as you mentioned before, yeah. the totals have been doing really well. We're going to kind of keep doing that. No recap screen yet. We're recording this really early. We've only got a few results in at this point. So hard to really say how Tuesday has gone. Hopefully it goes well. By the time you're watching this, you might know, viewer, but we unfortunately do not. Uh, but as a reminder, we are still offering $9.99 for your first month over on Dub Club. That is through the end of the month. There are still a few left, not many, um, but you can scan that QR code there. If you're with us on YouTube, if not, the link in the show description will get you there um, in order to get a bunch of extra information, thresholds needed for A grades and B grades, team total projections, uh, all sorts of goodies. And of course, access to our Discord chat where we have a great group of people giving each other tips and picks on other sports, asking questions, ideas, discussion, all sorts of goodies over there. Uh, with that said, we'll go ahead and get to it here. UC Irvine and Duquesne. Cousin Jared, this is a game that I think is going to slip under the radar for a lot of people when I see these names, I wasn't really that excited about it, but these are two teams that are actually pretty, pretty okay. I mean, pretty solid yeah. teams. Um, according to my metric that I've created that says how 
interesting the game will be. This is the eighth best game of the night. Both of these teams rank inside sidelines top 100. Uh, UC Irvine 6-1, Duquesne's 4-2. So it should be an interesting contest and a relatively close game. Duquesne is a small favorite at home, but these two teams are pretty close together. The interesting difference in this is that while UC Irvine's relatively balanced, good offense, good defense, Duquesne is all offense and, uh, you know, the defense isn't bad. It's just that th- their their strength is their offense, whereas UC Irvine is pretty solid in both. And that's kind of part of the reason I think we're going to go over 146 here with a B-grade value model projects 158. Because, uh, Jared, we are two-tenths of a point away from an A-grade. So this is a B-plus pick here. If you can find a 145.5, that would, according to the model, get it to an A-grade. But as we've kind of talked about a lot over on, on Discord, we've kind of mentioned it here the A grades, the B grades, heck, even the C grades the totals have done really well. And it's, of course, more of a continuum than a hard cut point of this is where it stops having good value. Uh, so whether this is B grade or A grade, we really think this has got a good chance to get into the 150s, making this mid 140s over a pretty smart pick. What do you have for us? Yeah, a few things on on this game that that kind of drew drew my attention to it was uh, number one how how close the game is projected to be. To your point, a game that's flying under the the radar to good team. I don't think that anybody is going to run away with this game. And so we've got a situation where we could have a lot of fouling at the end with teams potentially uh, trying to keep it close, uh, keep themselves in the game. So that will help us towards and over as well. And we've talked a lot here about slower paced teams and faster paced teams and kind of it seems that faster paced teams have the ability to speed up the game more so than the slower paced teams um, have the ability to, to slow it down. One thing I noticed here is that fairly similar from a pace perspective. Uh, maybe this game will be slightly above average, but but not not too much. I actually like that from, from this perspective because uh, we talked about the game being close, but also when you get two teams that are just drastically different as far as their pace goes, you feel like, okay, whoever you know sets the pace of this game has a better chance to win. I think that the pace is, you, you can kind of like hang your hat on kind of what the pace of this game is going to be. I think going to be an average pace game and that's going to allow both teams to kind of do what they want to do and what both teams are are good at is, is offense and even if it is slightly below average that duquesne offense uh, according to sideline they're a, a 116 rating uh you know top 60 in the country uh they're definitely good enough to still get up some points even this it put up some points even this if this game is a little bit slower. So, uh, and then with such a good offense playing at home, uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot, lots of points in this one. So uh, post game fouls can get us over this number late. You brought up a couple of great points there. And we contrast that with one of the results we do know from yesterday was uh, on the extended cut, we took the over in Southern Illinois and Illinois state. And that was a massive contrast in paces and Indiana state did their part. Southern Illinois, a slower pace team just couldn't really get going. And that's what kind of like you talk about sometimes when you have that, contrast you, you know we can kind of say on average what we think will happen but we have no idea exactly right. how that'll play out and so i think it, it's interesting i think you're actually stealing some of my exact lines from the total of the day uh mm. a couple of days ago with elon and presbyterian and i made that exact comment that hey the pace is very similar we know what we're going to get mm. in a tight game in non-conference a tight game tends to lead to a little bit more points because it's not quite this like we've got to win this game everything's riding on it you know we're going to play like super grinded out you never yeah. know any one individual game but these two teams aren't likely to make the tournament via at large i mean they're almost yeah. assuredly as, as decent as they are they're almost assuredly both going to have to win their conference championship 
you know, Duquesne outside chance being in the conference they're in, but they just haven't had depth enough to get multiple teams yeah. in like that. So it would take a wild situation for Duquesne, but Irvine almost assuredly going to have to win the conference. So yep. it's like this win matters. And we've got to like, you know, we, what you're, what you're really thinking here is how do you figure out how to play in conference right. play later on? And so uh, that could, that could lead us to extra points at the end. Cause the only way those tight games tend to go under late is when it's like five minutes hit, it's every team is like, we've got to get the perfect look. And then you end up getting a terrible right. look because you're burning the whole shot clock. Yeah. Yeah. So again, less likely to worry about that. And I'm like, you I always like it when we kind of have a pretty good feel for the pace and both offenses will have the edge. I always talk about loving a game where every single second of the game, the offense will have the edge. That's what we have here. So we think this is on average gets us up to about 150. So over 146 B plus value, which takes us to the game of the night, Tennessee and North Carolina. Tennessee hanging their hat on that number one rated according to sideline defense. North Carolina, a top 10 offense. These are two really good teams. It should be a fantastic game. Pace-wise, shockingly, these two teams are not as far apart as you would think. I think the perception is that North Carolina is just going to be a top 10 team, a top 20 team in pace, just flying up and down the court, and Tennessee is going to grind it out. That's kind of been historically how we viewed these teams. But that doesn't really bear out in the data. Model has Tennessee right around average uh, and North Carolina above average, just not quite as crazy fast. So, so the 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 narrative, the thought process there, probably a little bit less extreme than you might think. But the model projects 149.3 points in this one. We're going to go over 142 and a half. It's an A grade pick because we talked about there's more points in college basketball now. The average games are at 144, 145, and so the books are projecting this to be a below average point game sideline thinks it should be an above average point game mainly because the pace should be slightly above average and while tennessee's defense is really good north carolina's offense should be up to the task of scoring some and mm. tennessee's offense being the weak spot it's not like north carolina's defense is top caliber in order to stop it so we think this gets around 150 as well we're gonna go over 142 and a half a grade pick because of jerry tell us more about the game of the night so I, I will admit, uh, it does not feel good going over against the number one. Game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And against the number one rated rated defense in college basketball, I will acknowledge that up front. But I think something that that we talked about last time I was on earlier this week that the uh, contrarian plays are often the the ones that work out the best. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely feel like this is a little bit of a contrarian play when you're talking about um, Tennessee. And definitely you can look at like Tennessee's game against Purdue last week that only got to 138 points, and then the game against Kansas that only got to 129 points um that one definitely kind of keep that one in mind that was at the end of uh, a tournament i mm -hmm. i believe and so playing lot, maui. Yeah, maui and so lots lots of games and lots of days so maybe i don't want to say discount that but kind of keep that in mind they were probably playing their third game in three days at, at that point but I, I want to talk more about north carolina because i remember specifically watching the entire entire north carolina northern iowa game and that one for sure looked like it was going under. And then I don't know how many points uh, North Carolina scored in the second half of the game. It felt like it was about 60. Um, it was just the snap of the fingers, and they had um, scored so many points. And then you look at a team like Villanova, which I feel like Villanova, not as good as Tennessee, obviously, but definitely a defense first team can get into some low-scoring games. <laughs> North Carolina and Villanova had a. 164 points in it. And then Arkansas, which Arkansas has a decent defense. They play more up-tempo than, than Tennessee does. That that game got into the uh, to 159. So I just think that, ten, uh, excuse me, North Carolina at home, 
I, I just think it's going to be – they're going to be able to set the pace in this game. I think it's going to be fast. To your point, Tennessee, a perception that they play slower because of their defense. That's not really the case. They're, they're an average team. I think this is going to be a, an above-average pace game in just this North Carolina team. I think they can put up points in bunches. That doesn't mean I don't think Tennessee um, can't win. I definitely think they do. I mean, 33rd rated, rated offense, but um, any way you slice it, no matter who wins, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this one. So uh, maybe you could say there's a side that, that you like better, but I'm personally going to be on on the over. And, of course, Tennessee with the perception uh, of being a little bit slower and, and maybe, again, slightly true, but, but not really. And, of course, knowing that they have a fantastic defense – one of the things we always talk about, kind of like you mentioned with the contrarian angle, is everything. Honestly, look, I'm, I don't. I'm not trying to insult anybody watching the show, but but I would say it about myself and and you too, cousin Jared. Anybody watching the show, anything that we know is already baked into the market. Anything that we know with our brains. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a model to help try to find kind of nuggets and, and things that our brains can handle because like I know Tennessee has a good defense. You know, Tennessee has a good defense. It's already baked into the model and in, in the market. I mean, like there's no, that's not an edge, like going under something that everyone knows is not an edge. You're playing in an even expected value market at best. And if you're even expected value, um, or even probably win probability, you know, winning 50% of minus 110, you're going to slowly lose all your money. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I totally understand Tennessee has a great defense, but Tennessee's three and three over under this year. Why is that? Because everyone knows they have a good defense. So the totals are shaded in a way to account for that. And so we can kind of toss that out. Say we all know that that's all accounted for. And the model, what it's trying to tell us is the pace should be a little bit higher here. And this is a better chance of one of those games that Tennessee goes over on versus a team that goes slower has a better chance that Tennessee goes under because that's maybe more one of those games where Tennessee can can choke out a win, you know, 70 yeah. to 45 or something. But that's like kind of as you mentioned with your North Carolina, that's not the type of game that they're yeah. likely to play, especially at home. Uh, yeah. So over here, a, a pretty strong look, which will wrap us up with uh, maybe the second best game of the night, Duke and Arkansas. I don't know what else there's to say about Duke. We've covered a handful of times and we've kind of zigged and zagged really well with them. Again, always thinking about the price here. And that's just the main thing I want to reiterate. Anybody who's new here in the last you know, a few weeks or, or, or just a good reminder, right? You, you should always be willing to take any team at any price, any side, any over, any under at any price, as long as the price is what you deem to be valuable. Now, how do you find that out? That's the million dollar question, right? And that's where we have a model to help us try to identify that. But however you view or go about doing that, that's my challenge to you. And it doesn't have to be exactly what my model says, but trying to find the price that you think makes it a worthwhile investment. And I say all that, and and, and you might think you know where I'm going with it, but I'm not. We're going to lay the minus 200 with Duke. It's only C grade value. And what that means is the model saying there's a little bit of value of laying minus 200, but we're entering the point where we just don't want to play it too much higher than this. But if we can get a little bit lower than this, it becomes really valuable. Duke's obviously the better team on the road. Arkansas is going to have that place rocking for sure. It'll be yeah, a rowdy yeah. crowd. Absolutely a tough place to play. But talent-wise, Duke is the much better team. Sideline gives them a nice 69% chance to win. And that makes, again, minus 200 a reasonable investment. But this is definitely one where as it starts getting to minus 210, minus 220, minus 230, minus 240, it becomes a pass. If you're dropping into the upper minus one teens, mid-upper minus, you know, or 100s, that now becomes a situation where it's B grade, A grade, a lot more value. So it's all about the price the price available to us right now is minus 200. That's C grade value. 
You can also lay points if you want. And it's the same argument with points. It's just, I love playing in the money line market because I have been trained my whole life in probability. And most people do not understand probability whatsoever, do not understand money line markets whatsoever. And so I'm at, a, I'm at an area of the pool where I could be pretty successful here with, with money line markets. So I'm going to lay the minus 200, only C grade value. Because Jared, how are you viewing this game? How are you viewing this game with regards to a potential line shift and being more excited, playing more? You know, What are your thoughts on all this? Well, a couple of things first. I, I'm just now remembering, like I took statistics in college and I was fine with statistics. It was fine. Um, the, I took a class that was a lot of probability. It was my least favorite class that I took in college. Uh, I <laughs> And here you are talking about money lines and, and probability. Yeah, and here, and yet here we are. Um, the other thing is, how did how did I get on the show tonight when we're talking about Duke and Tennessee? Uh, where yeah, Where is Jake? Do we, yeah. do we need to like throw up the bat signal? Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Anyway, maybe um, it was, and he and he claimed, you know, he had a scheduling snafu. So for those of you, by the way, looking for the NFL show, we usually release it on Tuesday. That'll be a day later because Jake will be taking your spot on the Wednesday night recording. Because, uh, but uh, yeah, he claims he had a, a you know a, a prior engagement here on this Tuesday, but it could easily have been just to not have to talk about Duke and Tennessee. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I that's very unlike him. Um, normally it takes, takes any opportunity you can to talk about it. Um, but yeah, who, who knows? Uh, so you asked, so you asked about the price. Uh, this is it. Uh, minus 200 is, is the, the point where I would play Duke. I would not play it any, any steeper than this. It's already, um, C grade. And so just me, me personally, I'm, I'm not going to go any, any steeper than this. For me, this is more okay. I mean, look, look at the numbers. Duke, Duke's a good basketball team. Like, don't don't need to not breaking any news there. And I also like that they've been tested playing Arizona and Michigan State um, so so far this season. Of course, nothing to write home about the past past couple of weeks against the lower tier competition. But really like how they played in, in those two two games, beating Michigan State in a close loss there to to Arizona. For me, this is more a, a fate of Arkansas and definitely scary. You know, because. They've lost three out of four, uh, but like you said, that place is going to be going. Uh, I'm going to assume they play at like Walton Arena. No idea. Just going to guess that it's called Walton Arena. I'm just throwing throwing that out there. Uh, but I think, I think that's right. Yeah, uh, but they they've lost three out of four. The game they won was against Stanford. Uh, I remember that because we were on Stanford in in that game, and uh, yeah, Stanford just has not been as good as what sideline ha has thought Stanford would be. This, and Stanford still had so many chances to win that game. It just couldn't yes, do it. Yes, yes, yes. And Arkansas was favored by six and a half. Yeah, and, and so where I'm going with that is, is Arkansas has lost three out of four, and the one win they had over Stanford, I am not extremely impressed with. Um, so I think for me, this is just a matter of Arkansas is, I think, a little overrated at this point. I think sideline is still catching up to where Arkansas should really be ranked. And I think Duke is just a really good basketball team. So, uh, and, you know, for, for all of us non-Duke fans, and so, you know, Jake, cover your ears. Worst case scenario, you lose this bet, but Duke loses. And, and so, I mean, really, it's, it's a, it's a win-win situation for the majority of, of the country. Of note here, of course, Arkansas 1-6 and six against the spread. Uh, this yeah. season, their, their lone cover was the first game of the season. Duke, you know, we faded against Arizona, won that one, much to the chagrin of the comment section, yeah. uh, who, who just could not believe that we thought that Arizona even had a, a, a snowball's chance in hell of winning that game. Mm -hmm. And then we took them against uh, Michigan State, uh, who, who they covered against. We haven't touched a lot of Duke games otherwise because every other game, they've been a 25 or more point favorite. So yeah. Duke 3-3 three and three against the spread. Uh, we talk about numbers like that, you know, I don't tend to think they mean a 
ton in general, the market, just like the model is adjusting, right? The model sees something and if it's high on a team and it sees something, it will then adjust. Obviously the question is, has it adjusted enough? But you'd ask the same question about the market, right? A team yeah. like Arkansas one in six, well, the market's adjusting. Is it adjusting enough? That's again, another million dollar question. And that's why we always say we have to find our own price that we think is worth it. And then we evaluate what the market has and we say, whether we're willing to go into it. You say minus 200 is your stopping yeah. point. I tend to agree with that. Any, any higher than that, you're just risking too much for not enough return. We always say that we want the return to be worth the risk. And again, we talk about with laying points, taking points, money line, dog or favorite. We got a plus 180 winner two nights ago. Sometimes there's value in dogs. Sometimes there's value in favorites. We try not to get too far out into the minus 300s or something like that because we know that's not really fun for a lot of people. Um, and, and there are other mathematical reasons why it's it's not as advised to get out there too far into that. Uh, but but we still think this is a pretty reasonable investment for a game that a lot of people are going to want a little bit of action. In. And I think a C grade justifies the, you can have a little bit of action in it, but it's not going to be your biggest edge of the night. Unfortunately, right. as is oftentimes with the, with Duke, unless you're fading him, it's very rare right. to, to pick Duke. And that's, I think the last thing I want to say here, the other reason I like this pick is Duke is, typically overvalued we saw that against that arizona game where people acted mm -hmm. like arizona didn't have a, have a chance to win that game and it's like that's a good team like they had a chance like and that was all about the price and that's typically the way it works so anytime the model thinks there's a little bit of value on duke i tend to look at it and say yeah it, it's probably worth a look Same with yankees and baseball all right there's probably some other teams in some other spots you know alabama and football maybe where they tend to be so overvalued that when the model, even the model is saying a C grade, it's like, yeah, it might actually be worth a B grade yeah. at that point because yep. it's hard to find value on some of those teams. And so we know we're constantly fading them. So anytime we get a chance to back them, it's, it's never a crazy idea. Yep. There is your recap. We've got the extended cut coming up in 60 seconds. But again, as a reminder, if you're not already on that link, you can get that link via Dub Club. You can sign up there using that QR code. Well, the promo code CBB2023, $9.99 for your first month. And you lock in the current price forever. As long as you as long as you're as long as you're renewing, you've locked in that price mm -hmm. going forward with prices changing at the start of the year. It's a it's a two-for-one special. You get a discount on your first month and you lock in a cheaper price going forward for all the information that I work. Too much, according to Mrs. Professor, on uh, day in, day out. Definitely, I would say tirelessly. tirelessly. I, I, I feel like that is an apt description. Yeah, and every time I get something where it's good, it's like, okay, now what's the next thing we're going to add, right? It's constantly yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to provide more things for everybody. So again, a great value, in my opinion, there. Cousin Jared, any, any parting words before we get a 60-second water break? I know everybody's used to see me on the college football show and you may be thinking to yourself, what are we going to do next week? Well, maybe a potential surprise for next week. I might be on the NFL show. Yeah. And the only reason exclusively I might be on the NFL show is to talk army Navy because why else would I want to go on an NFL show? But yeah. they said, you will get, we will let you talk army Navy if you come on the uh, NFL show. So yeah. be, be looking for that next week. People, if you weren't college football fix next week for the one game, Watch the NFL, the NFL show. show. And if you're not, you should already be watching the NFL show. We've done so well with yeah. the NFL picks. Yeah. Uh, it's just been 
fantastic. Yeah. We, we've joked that we should just be an NFL only shop because how yeah. much money we're making off the NFL. It's obviously we're not going to pay to the other sports, but it's been so great. Yeah. So you should already be watching that again. That show for this next week will drop in about 24 hours from now when Jake's back from whatever is preventing him from talking about Duke and DC, which I guess must be must be really important, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, preventing from doing that. Otherwise, again, hopefully we will see you after the musical break for three more picks. Mm-hmm.